chosen child, Eva Kroon Pike is an up-and-coming singer-songwriter that has an amazing story of grace, a lifelong faith, and a passion for God. This is the 32nd episode of On Faith's Edge. Hi, this is Ilonka, and I listen to On Faith's Edge with Joe Taylor. This is On Faith's Edge, where engaging, enlightening, and entertaining content brings us closer to living an authentic faith. We'll talk faith and life with people in business and entertainment as we work out the space where God and life collide on Faith's Edge. And now your host, Joe Taylor. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming out to hear us today. Uh, If you are here as a fan of or friend of Eva Kroon Pike, thank you so much for coming out. You are going to love our conversation. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Hi, my name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations with people of faith in business and entertainment from all walks of life and levels of success. They all have one thing in common. Like Eva Kroon Pike, they believe in God and they come here to talk about it. Last episode, we talked with entertainment producer Jimmy Swan. Jimmy, along with a group of great kids, transformed the best of Christian contemporary music into a great series of CDs and digital downloads called His Kids United. And man, it is really, really good. I got a chance to listen to it again this week. His Kids United is a great, great series of songs. Like I said in the last show, it um, I, I like I like many of these songs more than I like uh, the originals. <laughs> Nothing to say against the originals, but His Kids United is really, really good. You can hear that conversation with Jimmy at onfaithsedge.com slash 31. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 31. Today, we talk with singer-songwriter Eva Kroon Pike. Her vocals are powerful yet engaging, versatile and unwavering, melodic and soul-wrenching. Diversity describes Eva's music from contemporary to choral, traditional to country and southern gospel. She is a great, great singer-songwriter. Her recent release, Love is All About You, is really, really good. At the end of our talk, I'll give you details on how you can get a free copy of Love is All About You. But for now, let's go right into our conversation with Eva Kroon Pike. Hello, Eva. Welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. What is new with Eva Kroon Pike? There are so many new things going on. Um... I guess the biggest thing right now, we just um, competed with the Battle of the Bands um, at Wet n' Wild and um, actually won the competition. So that was a huge um, success for for my ministry. Um, I don't typically get to sing with a band, and uh, I got to bring my band along with me. And so um, we're actually going to be part of the competition winnings. We um, are going to be performing at Rock the Universe in September. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of um, practices to uh, (laughs) work out from now until then, but um, just a huge accomplishment um, for my ministry and just 
there was about 11 bands a part of that competition and uh, never in my wildest dreams that I think that I would be, you know, numero uno, but uh, it was definitely a God thing. And uh, we, we enjoyed the journey and the, the process. And um, it really wasn't about winning. It was just about getting out there and, and getting my name out there. And um, lo and behold, we were chosen. So that was really exciting uh, to be a part of. It's never about winning, but it's always fun <laughs> when you do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's definitely, it was definitely a shock. We were like, what? <laughs> so th- this competition, you were up against 11 other bands and you're technically not a band. You're a, you're a solo artist, uh, singer songwriter, right? But this yeah, was a, m- this was a band event. This was a band event. And, and, um, I do, um, several events throughout the year that I have a set band. I have, um, four guys that come along with me, a drummer, a bass guitar, electric guitar, and another acoustic guitar to help back me up. Um, and so, um, they know my music and, and we're very close, um, as a band. Um, but I guess for myself as a ministry, I, I am a solo act. Um, so like I said, it was kind of an unusual thing, you know, for me to come out of that, not being a, a really a band, but, um, actually winning that. So. so where does the, where does the winning of this contest take you from here? Um, are there national, like, is there a national competition or something like no, that or regional? Nothing- there's nothing national except for um, we get to sing a 20-minute set at Rock the Universe. Um, and they actually called us and said, um, that I guess they had us, had us scheduled for one evening of the Rock the Universe. And they, they called back and they said, hey, do you want to go ahead and do both nights, 20-minute set? And we're like, nah. <laughs> nah, we'll just stick to the one night. <laughs> we're nah. good. <laughs> nah, we don't need the exposure. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, so we actually get to sing. We get to sing both nights. The wow. Rock Universe. There's going to be um, big names: Toby Mac, um, Lecrae, Red, um, just some big people there, and it's going to be really cool to kind of be alongside them and be able to sing on stage. So wow, Toby Mac and Lecrae, some real up and comers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's great, man. I can tell you're really excited about this, aren't you, Eva? Yes, very yeah, much. Neat. So, very much. Neat. That's neat, man. That is very cool. Well, you have an exciting new album out. Uh, Love is all about you. Is that correct? Yes. Um, it's definitely more of kind of who I am as an artist. Um, the first album that we did back in 2010 um, was basically kind of my debut album as as a singer songwriter in the industry um that was grace that chose me right that was grace that chose me yeah and i didn't have as much to do with that album um there was a few songs on there that were definitely um i can claim as mine but um this the second album love is all about you definitely um is the heart of of my ministry and um a lot of the stories and a lot of the people that i've come in contact with through my ministry um our songs that we rewrote about on this album and um, yeah, it's just kind of more of a heartbeat of, of, of my ministry and of who I am. Eva, this is a really good album. This is a really good album. Uh, Thank you. Not, not miss a thing is, is, is just really, really fun. Uh, yeah. And let, Eva, you rock it out and born to run. <laughs> you do, man. That's a great song. Yeah. That's a great yeah. song. And that song is actually, um, it's actually written Somewhat about my husband. Um, he's over the last two, two years, something like that. Um, he's lost about 90 pounds. Wow. Um, and he's been on a weight loss journey. And 
he always said, you know, I'm not a runner. It's not who I am. Um, I'll never be like that. And we went out one night after he had lost about 30 pounds. And I was like, just come run with me. Cause I've always just kind of been a, just a kind of a casual runner. I just like to, I just go out and try to let off steam when I run. (laughs) And, uh, he went with me one night and, uh, he just took off and he's not stopped running since. And he's done five half marathons and he's done a marathon and, um, I can't even tell you how many five K's he's done. Um, but through all of that, you know, he realized that, you know, he was kind of born to run and, and yet as we, as Christians, um, you know, based off the scripture, Hebrews 12, one, um, you know, that we're, we're set to run the race that God has before us. And, uh, our finish line is not here on earth. Our, our ultimate goal is, is heaven. And, uh, so that's kind of, you know, based off of that song. So it, it definitely hits close to home um, for me. And that's why I, I love to sing it. And you could probably tell in the song. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It's a, yeah. it, it, you really do rock it out in, in this song. It really is. <laughs> and, and, and one thing about this, uh, about this work, Eva is, is uh, you really show a wide range of, of, I don't want to say talent. Cause it's, it's you're really, really talented, a great singer and, <laughs> and, uh, and musician. But just a wide range, like I said, "Not Miss a Thing" is a really fun song. "Born to Run" rocks out. "Love yeah, Divine," yes, oh my god, beautiful. I, this the story behind that song. I don't even know if we have enough time for that. <laughs> um, but that song is is based off of a family that we met um, through God ordained circumstances. Um, there was a family that my parents were involved in a church, kind of like Watch Care members of this church. And um, this this family came to them and said, you know, we're not asking for money, but we just need prayer for our family member um, out of state that their their children were born um, premature uh, twins. And one of them was born with a short gut syndrome, which he's basically was missing like 90 percent of his intestines. And they said, if he doesn't get a flight to Boston for an emergency surgery, he's going to die. And um, through circumstances that my parents had here, they had um, just received some money and half was going to go to church and the other half they were going to give to a ministry. And they didn't know what that ministry was going to be. And um, when this family member came to them and they said, you know, they need X amount of dollars, that was the exact amount that my parents had set aside for a separate ministry. And so they ended up giving it to this family and... Um, the boy was flown to Boston and he had the surgery and he's living, he's breathing. He is, um, just a walking miracle. And in us actually, um, traveling to Nashville and recording the albums, um, that's where the family is from. And so we got to meet the family and we have become best of friends. And, um, it was just God ordained that it, it happened and it happened to be the exact amount and, Um, you know, it happened to be that they're from Nashville, which is where I travel and record and write music about. And through all of that, we just knew that there was, there was a song in all of that. And so, um, just like the first line says, a mother prays and suddenly her child's fate changes because of saints who called upon a savior to show mercy. And so, you know, she prayed and said, you know, I need a miracle and the family heard it, the cry. And, you know, my parents were just kind of the vessel um, to help bring 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 them through that, so definitely um, 
yeah, that hits close to home as well, you know, because we've really grown to, to love that family and to love the boys and get to know them and kind of like a second family up in Nashville. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, even there are no coincidences, are there? Absolutely not. Absolutely. <laughs> God, God works. I just, you know, <laughs> sometimes you look at it and you, th- you think, really? Really, yeah. God? That's yeah. it. How, how cool can, how cool, how much more cool can you be, God? I know. <laughs> and it's just, you just kind of have to sit back and go, you know, what were, you know, what do we even question? You know, why do we question anything? Because he's going to bring us through it. He's going to, you know, he's our love divine. He's, he's going to have our back regardless. And, you know, we can have doubts and we can have fears, but yet we have to trust and know that he's not going to give us anything we can't handle. Wow. That makes the the story behind it makes the song that much more beautiful. It, really, it does. It, it I know. Cool. And that's what I love when I do concerts and I travel around. I mean, I'm like, I need more than just like a 45 minute set because I just want to sit here and tell you about all of these songs and, and why they have such meaning to me. But when you hear that, then you can see, you know, why the songs, you know, mean so much more. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. You know, I, I do want to talk about a previous project of yours. Um, uh, the title song from your previous album, Grace That Chose Me, we talked a, a minute about it before, has some real significance to you. Can you tell us about this song? Well, um, Grace That Chose Me is the essence of who I am, um, period, in life. Um the, the story behind the song is the fact that um, at 10 weeks of age, I was adopted into my forever family. And um, not only am I adopted by my earthly family, I'm adopted by my Heavenly Father um, into eternity, into heaven. And, um, you know, that's kind of grace, which is, which is God that chose me. Um, and then having that significance of being chosen by my earthly family, being given a life that I wouldn't have had if I hadn't been adopted. Um, things could have been so much worse. I could have been aborted. I could have been, um, you know, in a family that struggled and, um, couldn't provide. Um, I could have been on the streets. I could have been in foster care. Um, but God chose uh, my family specifically for me. And, um, they have been behind me a hundred percent, um, in my ministry and what God has called me to do. And, uh, music was a big part of our life growing up. And so it just kind of, it fit that, you know, that, is where I ended up, you know, in the, in the industry and being able to be out and share my testimony. But I didn't realize that my adoption would have such a huge part in my ministry um, and having, you know, the ability to, to write the song about my adoption as an ultimate thank you to my parents to say, you know, thank you for choosing me. Thank you for giving me life, making me yours um, and, and showing me the love of, of Christ and, um, where I can go out and tell others about that story. Um, we've partnered with uh, the Florida Baptist Children's Home here locally, but we're working on um, kind of branching out into other children's homes in different states. Um, but locally, we partner with the Children's Home here, and uh, we did a music video along with that. And some of the kids' faces in that video are children who 
are longing to have a forever family, longing to have a home, parents who love them unconditionally um, and aren't going to, you know, drop them off at the local corner and, you know, bye, I'll never see you again. And um, so I've really, um, it's really been a huge blessing to me to know that um, I have my parents' support, the parents who longed and desired to have a family, um, and they thought that it was having their own children that was going to bring them joy, but God had other um, plans for them, and uh, they have loved me and my brother, I think, more than they would if they had their own children because, you know, they chose us, and we were special to them. Um, and so now, you know, I'm able to go out and share my testimony and see other children who, you know, have been adopted through the system or are being adopted or, um, you know, being able to to talk with those who are in the children's home here locally and say, you know, this is not the end to know that you can have faith that, you know, there is a family out there for you. Wow. And the video, the video, the accompanying video to Grace That Chose Me is amazing. <laughs> it's great. I know. And I still, it's funny whenever my parents come along to my sings and even when they're not there, we, we try to play the video when I do, um, the concerts, mm -hmm. um, we have like a video track and I mean, the video hasn't even started and we're all balling. Like, <laughs> so you wrote this song, Grace that chose me, right? You wrote this song. I co-wrote co it with my okay. producer. Yeah. Okay. So was there a time that a, a first time that your parents heard you sing this song? <laughs> actually, um, that's kind of a funny story, not really a funny story, but um, where we actually wrote this song was in North Carolina. My parents have uh, rentals up there, and um, we decided to kind of break things up with the songwriting, and um, my producer, Don Cook, came over to um, the mountains and stayed in one of our houses, and so we wrote this song. It's like snowing outside. I think it's January. It was snowing outside. And um, we had just sat down with him and it was my mom and myself and we sat down and we just kind of poured our hearts out about my adoption and kind of from her standpoint and from my standpoint. And that's kind of, you know, where the whole song came about. Um, and so he's like, okay, now mom, you have to go away so we can write and then we'll call you back in whenever we're kind of, you know, halfway done or whatever. And so we actually we pretty much wrote the majority of it that day. And it was that night we were fixing to go out to dinner and, um, he called mom and dad back in there and he's like, all right, I'm just going to, and he just sat down on the piano and played it. And it was just so intimate and so sweet for me to be able to sing it. And it was like, you know, the first time I was able to really, you know, sh really in a, I, I guess, musically be able to, you know, share, you know, that's how I felt. And, um, you know, the first line is, did I smile? Why did the light catch my eyes? And that was when they walked into the foster family to, to meet me for the first time as a 10 week old, you know, that was mom said, you know, my eyes just lit up and I smiled real big and she knew, you know, right then that I was going to be hers. And, uh, so, uh, we barely made it through the song. <laughs> um, Eva, I can barely make it listening to this, to the story, man. Yeah. How I mean, cool. it, yeah. And so that to me was so special to be able to share that with them and, and now to be able to, to share it, you know, 
to the world and, and to say, you know, adoption is kind of coming around a little bit more and people are, there was a time that, you know, you just never really heard about adoption much and it was kind of hushed and, you know, people didn't talk about, you know, well, their child was adopted. And, um, so it's, it's really kind of becoming a little bit more of a fad, I guess you could say, but it, it's becoming more of a topic that people are talking about. And um, I'm just thankful that, you know, I am adopted and, and I have that that I can share to others. Well, so. with all the born and unborn children that need to be saved, uh, it's important that the adoption message, message stays out there. So uh, your work is honorable, Eva. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's cool. What are your new projects? What do you got new coming up? Well, um, right now we're kind of in a um, transition phase. Um, we don't really have anything coming up as far as um, new new projects. Uh, Love is All About You is still kind of fresh. Um, we had a little bit of a hiccup in um, radio promotion, and so we're starting to work on that because um, we really only released one song off of Not Miss a Thing, uh, off of um, Love is All About You. And so we're hoping um, this fall to release Born to Run is going to be, um, I think, we're the next yes. um, radio song. And then from there, I think we're going to kind of reevaluate things and see if we need to just do another single um, to add to that or, um, you know, do a whole nother project. Nice. So, nice. yeah. All right. Can we talk a little bit about your faith, Eva? Absolutely. How, how did you, how did you, um, how did you come to believe in Jesus Christ? Um, well, gosh, that's kind of a <laughs> more for me. I mean, being raised in a Christian home, um, we always prayed at dinner time. We always were at church when the doors were open. My mom played the piano at church. My dad was a deacon. And so we were there I mean, the doors were open and we were there. And so um, I was actually saved and baptized at a young age um, because I knew um, I knew the love of, of God through my parents, through, um, you know, them sharing with me almost daily that I was I was chosen and that I was special through my adoption. Um, so I really I understood it a lot more. I think for me, I, I understood it quicker Um having, you know, having that circumstance in my life, um, and never really doubting my faith. But I think as a teenager, I really, um, I kind of felt God calling me to ministry when I was about 16. And as a teenager, you don't really understand the the depth of that. But I knew that, um, I knew that God wanted me to do more with my music than just sit in church and sing in choir and youth and all of that. Um, so I really kind of, I never doubted my faith, but I just wanted to make it clear for myself, um, you know, what I believed in and, and why I believed it. And so at 16, I rededicated my life. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So that was really, to me, it was kind of like a starting point to say, you know, wash the slate clean. There wasn't anything, you know, bad, but to me, it was just, if I'm surrendering to, surrendering to the ministry, I want it to be clear that I understand what I'm doing and I understand my faith and what I believe in. Um, and so that was kind of like a, um, a starting point for me. You know, so many times, especially as, as, um, as adult Christians, you hear these, uh, you hear the stories of people who came to 
came to Christ as an adult. And I, I, I was one of those people. I came to, I came to Christ as an adult and, awesome. and, and, um, you hear these stories, but when you're raised in a Christian home, I was talking to a good friend of mine about a year or so back. And when you're, when you're raised in a Christian home, sometimes you don't appreciate the real blessing mm. of, of, of being raised in a Christian home and not frankly, not having to go through those, those, those struggles, your, your, your belief is deep in you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's even with my, um, you know, tagging that with my adoption, you know, people always ask me, you know, was there ever a time that you were just like, you know, doubted you doubted, you know, yourself and who you were was there any kind of identity you know crisis of you know why was i adopted why was i given up you know all of that and to me it was just i think because my parents were so adamant about you know sharing that with us and not hiding it from us and and making it very clear that you know we were special and we were chosen and that we were adopted and that there's nothing wrong with that and i think to me um it kind of went along with my faith that and knowing that you know, God has chosen us and that he has adopted us and he wants us and loves us unconditionally. So it was just kind of all along, it was just always instilled in me. And, um, you know, we do take that for granted sometimes and we can kind of become lax in our faith and we can just, you know, be, sit idle and, and think, you know, well, God's got this. I, I don't have to worry about it. But, um, you know, we have to be grounded and, and humble and know that, um, you know, we can still stumble and we can still fail. Um, and we have to realize that, you know, God will allow things to happen, not not purposefully, but to test us and to, to, to teach us, you know, to be grounded and to not, um, sit back idle and, and, you know, wait for things to happen. But, um, so yeah, I definitely, um, I understand where you're, I, I see where you're coming from and what you're saying, um, is definitely true. Yep. Yep. You know, this, this friend of mine, she, uh, she had a period of her life that she was almost disappointed that she didn't, have that dramatic conversion experience where you know you were this god awful sinner and you come running down the aisle and every, <laughs> now you're clean and washed by the glory of God and, and by the blood of Jesus. You, know, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and, and, and she 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 came to terms with, and that's not even the best way to put it, but she she realized no, I, what an amazing blessing it yeah. is to have that deep deep faith in her. So. I, I can see that. I can see and, and hear that you really appreciate that yourself, Eva. Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely. I definitely see that. I, I can like picture <laughs> what you were talking about. Like, because you do see things, you do see that happen, right. you know, in churches and you go, you know, man, that's like, that's really cool. But then I have to sit back and go, but I'm really blessed to not have to have that. Like, I don't have to think about like that. I was so bad and so you know, right. horrible that I need, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. that I needed that. So, um, you know, it's a blessing both ways regardless and, um, you know, coming to know Christ regardless, you know, of the circumstance is, is a miracle and is fantastic and wonderful. And, um, I could go on. <laughs> it's cool stuff, isn't it, Eva? Absolutely. Yep. Hey, let's do a round of instant insight into Eva Kroon Pike. Uh, Eva, this is where I'm going to ask you quick questions and you simply respond with answers that'll make us feel like your best friend when we're done. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. All right. 
scared now. <laughs> what single person in Eva, you're not allowed to say Jesus. What single person had the biggest impact in your life? My mom. The most exciting thing I ever did was? Oh, have my children. God is? Awesome. I want Jonathan and Corey Elliott to know that I? Love them to the moon and back. If I were not a singer-songwriter, I would be? A photographer. Really? Absolutely. You do any work now? I don't. I just, I have such like a love and passion for taking pictures. Like I think I, I annoy people on Facebook and Instagram (laughs) because I'm just constantly taking pictures and like, I'm even trying to sell stuff on Craigslist and I'm like, look, mom, look at like how I stitched all these pictures together to make one like collage. And she's like, you missed your calling. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, An artist is an artist, aren't they? Yeah, I guess so. Yep. My husband, Johnny Pike, makes me happy. Don Cook really needs to win another Dove Award. <laughs> <laughs> With my name on it. Yeah, oh, yeah there you go. <laughs> I'd add that in there. <laughs> Don, she's thrown down the gauntlet. She oh. wants one of her own. Dun, Bring dun, it, dun. brother. Bring it, brother. <laughs> What are you afraid of, Eva? Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what single Bible passage has the most meaning to you? 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Do you want me to quote it? <laughs> if you want to, sure. I can. And uh, he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Excellent. Eva, you are a popular singer-songwriter, a wife, and a mother. Uh, somebody that has an amazing story to tell as you go through life, what does success mean to Eva Kroon Pike today? Oh man. Um, I think the biggest successor for me would be um, to win souls for Christ. And, um, you know, regardless of where I go in my music and where I go in my ministry, um, that I want people to see Christ through me. And I don't want to, I want to be the window that um, he is shining through. And I want others to see him through me um, and ultimately come to know him through me. Um, and that it's not about my life. It's not about, you know, the plan that I have for myself. It's about what he has designed for me. Finally, finally, as we, as we wrap up, Eva, uh, somebody out there listening to us right now is Mm. right on faith's edge Mm. about to make that decision to believe or not to believe in God. What would Mm. you say to that person? Believe, please. Um, I would say to not give up faith and, and, you know, regardless of your circumstance that, um, you know, God has our back and he is not going to give us anything that we cannot handle. And, um, just to know that there are people out there who are struggling and everybody has their battles and everybody has um, their hardships and their joys um, to go through and to know that you're not alone um, and that that he is with us um, standing right beside us, whether you know we believe it fully or not, um, to know that um, if we believe in him, 
that, um, you know, we have so many treasures waiting for us in heaven um, because of that belief and because of that faith. I don't think we can say anything more than that, Eva. Thank you so much for hanging oh out with goodness. us today. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Uh, you're a real, real joy to talk to. An amazing story, a, uh, a beautiful, beautiful singer-songwriter. Uh, this was just a real joy. Thank you very much. Thank you. God bless. What an impressive young woman. If you find yourself in the Orlando, Florida area, uh, around the September, around September 5th through 6th, uh, 2014, that's when this, uh, this, this, uh, show's coming out in 2014. Uh, so that September 5th through, through 6th and 2014 in Orlando, Florida, stop by and support Eva at rock the universe. I think she's going to do great. That's September 5th through 6th, uh, in Orlando, Florida, Eva Kroon Pike and her band at rock the universe. You can visit Eva's website at evacroonpike.com. Her Facebook and Twitter links, along with links to her new project, Love is All About You, are in today's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 32. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 32. If you want one of a limited number of free copies of Eva's Love is All About You, just go over to onfaithsedge.com and click on the free gift picture. You can get a free copy of Eva's CD along with many, many other free things from previous guests. That's an impressive list of free gifts uh, uh, that we have there for uh, people that sign up, sign up for show updates. Uh, again, that's uh, just go over to onfaithsedge.com and click on the free gift picture. Finally, uh, as, we, as we wrap up the show, I just kicked off a new fundraising page to help those of you that want to help support the show. Just go to onfaithsedge.com slash support. That's onfaithsedge.com slash support. And uh, all the details will be right there. I'm not going to say anything more about that than good than other than give you the website one more time. Onfaithsedge, onfaithsedge.com slash support. Thank you so much for listening today. You mean a lot to me, and you certainly mean a lot to this show. Remember, God is real, and eternity is now. So let's go out and live like it. God bless. <laughs>